regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello, welcome to the Regular Features Podcast, the podcast that is exactly the same every week. My name is Matt Lees, and as always, I'm joined by Stephen Hogarty and Joseph Scribbles. Hello. And on today's episode, we have got a whole bucket load of features going on. One, two, three, count them. Number one, we've got Steve. Hello, I'm Steve Hogarty, and this week my feature is that I've deleted my feature because I forgot how recycling bins work. Ah... I uh, uh, I don't understand what's going on with video games or football, so I've merged those two understandings, misunderstandings into something. And Joe? Yeah, I've made an art film of a duck from birth to death, and I don't know what to do with it. And I think by the end of this podcast, I'll have worked it out, and it's going to lead me to Megabucks. That sounds beautiful. I'm, for one, am crying already. Mm. Without further ado, shall we feach? Dare we? Mmm. Jump on in! Whee! Just one more feature. <laughs> Give it to me. Delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you're recording. From Italy. Regular features. So today on my regular features, as always, I am confused and alienated from the world. And I've got a feature about that. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now in the world that I can't relate to and don't really understand. And there's two things going on this week in particular, which has just left me in a flurry of not really knowing what's going on, but actually being fine with that and not really caring. We've got on the one hand, we've got the Electronic Entertainment Expo, which is usually in Los Angeles but now exists everywhere and in all places at all times as part of an internet solution. You can't get away from it. They're announcing all sorts of games. They're doing all sorts of things. And I haven't really kept up with any of it apart from the fact there's a Metroid and I like that because I'm an old man. And then also on the other side of the aisle, we've got all of these men running around playing football uh, in a, a, um, uh, a tournament, I believe, called Euro 95. Is that right, mm-hmm. Joe? Absolutely yeah. correct. So we've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of people talking about a lot of stuff. And with all due respect, I see all these people having all these different conversations about all this stuff. And I just think, ah, I couldn't give a fuck about any of this. So what I've done is I've, I've merged it all together into an unholy, horrible mess of insincerity and um, ignorance, mm-hmm. which I'm going to present to you now. Cool. So this is a script with all three of us being traditional the uh, three football commentators in a match. Um, I think we'll start off quite slow, as you would, with a, and then build up in pace at the okay. at the moments where it feels required. The arena tonight is a hundred percent massive as the players assemble onto the pitch for the game. We could see them up for all. Oh, sorry, I've got into an accent that it's I was fine. not able to follow through with. I we could see them all from up here in our Panopticon blimp. Sponsored, of course, by Ron Seal, the Ron Seal blimp. It, it does, does what it, what it says, says on the on blimp. The blimp. 
Indeed it does. And today's a big match. Real Video Games versus Bullshit FC. FC, of course, uh, studying for four children. That's right, Stephen. Bullshit for Children Football Club, who've come all the way here today from somewhere else on a train. And with all three commentators up here and ready in our floating box, as is traditional in any football game, it's time for the kickoff. Real there fielding one of the men from Gears of War for the coin toss. Hoping to turn this into a scrum. While Bullshit FC send out a quivering Luigi with what appears to be an off-brand vacuum cleaner. And he's fucked it up. Ball straight to Oily Muscle Man. He passes it back to a protagonist with a quiff. Taking his time there. Weighing out the options. We can see a blue Pikmin moving in to intercept. Ball protagonist with angry face there signalling he's open. Moving to pass. Oh, it's a dummy pass. He's knocked it upfield. Jigglypuff goes for the header, and he's not quite there. Standing just under one foot tall. If anything, Jigglypuff is nothing but head. Well, that's certainly the rumour from the changing rooms. And that's a clumsy handle there from Mr Chief, the Master Chief. That might not play very well for them today. No, Matthew, you're quite right. That's a successful tackle from literally all of the Nintendogs. That baby Dashant has made a fool of the chief. And we can see a sausage dog turning with his little tongue hanging out, as if to say, it's our ball now, we own it, you need to go home. Oh, Mr Chief is not going to like that. He's looking to the ref while rubbing his ankle and... No, no, I'm sorry, he's reloading a sniper rifle and kneeling for stability. The ref is not going to like that. You're not wrong. And that's a single shot, single kill from just over the halfway line and most likely his fourth yellow card of the season. Onlookers now quite evidently horrified by the gore strung up across the football net around the area where Blinks the Cats previously stood. They're going to need a mop to time sweep that mess up. <laughs> Indeed they will, Joe. And yes, that, that is a card for the Chief. He does not look happy. But he's now leaving the pitch in a swervy truck while a collection of unrelated things explode behind him. Now we move on to the penalty. Taken today by Superb Mario. The atmosphere, as you can tell, quite tense in the arena. He lines it up. He takes a run up. He jumps. He jumps again. He jumps a third time at exactly the right time and then shouts, Wahoo! It's a crowd pleaser, Matthew, but he has jumped over the ball by a wide margin. Crushed. Candy from Candy Crush goes in for the strike, but it's a pile of sweets and it collapsed on the floor. Bad luck there for crushed candy, although it is unclear how it came to physically move around the pitch in the period before we acknowledged its existence. Pikachu there getting cut in half with a chainsaw. The referee isn't going to like that. And that's the referee now getting cut in half with a chainsaw. Triggering the multi-ball round. 18 balls now, each different sizes, and I can't help but wonder if Real Video Games have the advantage here with all of their men being fully-sized adult men and alive. Taking five of the balls, putting them in a helicopter on the left flank, we have any character from Call of Duty. Are we about to see another match called off with a nuke? They don't call it the field of irradiated dreams for no reason, but it looks like the chopper's having difficulties there. There's a cold wind blowing in, that's for sure. It's the ghost of Tom Clancy. This is just the ticket this team needs to be punching. Rail have dropped all the balls and are now interrogating the other team as suspected terrorists. Ter terrorists. Terrorists. They're terrorists, and by the look of it, they've already attached a car battery to Luigi's Nadjas. No, I, th I think he just he's just like that when things go wrong. That's a live grenade in the mouth of Blathers the Owl. 
and nobody looks happy with the answers they're getting. And it's unclear at this stage which player exactly has donned the skin of the referee like a glistening onesie, but the new referee is now calling in the Freedom Death Squads, so that's the match over. Join us next Tuesday for Wales versus Squirrels. It's a good old-fashioned joke. Great, yeah. All that shit before that, like this whimsy, this like this 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 meaningless nonsense, and then at the end, put a button on it with a proper fucking joke, Ned. Professional. I think the Ron Steel blimp is the best joke I've ever. I like the Ron Steel. That's what it says on the blimp. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. Which is Ron Seal. It does the Ron Seal. It's just an endless mean, loop. It sounds like it means something, but it doesn't mean I thought that it. was excellent. All right, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Very good. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, it's, thank it's good you. for me. It's like therapy, this. I don't know what for, but it's, it's great. <laughs> Milk me, and then just hold me, because my name is Juicy Susan. Uh, so that was a lot of fun, Matt. A lot of fun talking about my livelihood and making light of it <laughs> from you. Because uh, yeah. for the last week, unlike Matt, who treats it with the disdain that you would expect from ex-media new yeah, journalist yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Lees. <laughs> yeah. You're all corrupt. That's the problem. Yeah. You're yeah. all on the take from Can you the not actually man. say that? On, please don't say that on the internet, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> No, for the last week, I oh, have been... No, it's fine. I have been watching a lot of E3 conferences. And you know what, actually, Matt? I kind of get it. I think I'm, maybe I'm getting a little bit old myself, but I can't help but think that these showcases aren't what they once were. Because you look at them now, even take out the digital thing. Even a couple of years ago... Gaudy, overblown. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a car. Phil Spencer's got a cape, and it, the cape says "State of Decay 3 on it, or something. Yeah. yeah, they used to be genuinely embarrassing, and now I feel yeah. like they're trying to make them embarrassing in a way that just isn't fun anymore. And yeah, that's the thing. When we were kids, it wasn't about the pomp. It wasn't about the money, the mega bucks. It was about one thing: eggs. Yes. E3. It stands for egg, egg. Egg. Yes. E3. Oh. So I've been daydreaming. Was... Don't say oh. You know it's true, Steve. You've <laughs> no, just forgotten. <laughs> Fuck off, Steve. Oh, no, yeah, no, you're right. Yes, of course. You've definitely. been out of the game egg, a little egg, while as well. Egg. Yeah, okay. But you know that. Come on. Eggs. Uh, and I've been daydreaming. What if, you know, crazy world, right? What if regular features got a conference at E3? What would it no. sound like? No. What would it smell like? <laughs> All of the above questions, the answer is egg, but let's imagine it anyway. Because we're classicists. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need no excuse to think of an egg. No. Well, think about eggs for the next 1,200 words. Think of an egg without any flowers. <laughs> <laughs> the conference hall is pitch dark, save for tiny sparkling lights set across the ceiling each one struggling to light the inkiness below, each one like a miniature promise. The promise of an egg. Suddenly, a screen the size of a big top shop blazes into life, and that one song from 28 Days Later starts playing, the one that starts quiet and then gets loud by the end. On the screen, we see a Peking duck. Ooh, 
delicious, will say one of the people we've planted in the audience really loudly so that everyone knows it's delicious, Peking duck. But wait, something's wrong here. This is strange. The steam around the duck isn't rising. It's falling back into the crispy skin of the brown meats. And suddenly, that meat isn't as brown. And the skin not as crispy. The Peking duck is uncooking into just raw duck. What the fuck? Will scream the man who said it was delicious before. And he'll run from his seat and out of the auditorium really, really fast. And this will imbue a sense of unease and confusion among the rest of the real audience. What the hell could we be seeing next? I'll tell you what, the duck meat, now glistening and pink, will rise up into what you could call a standing position, if it was a duck doing standing. Suddenly, an axe slides slowly across the screen, moving backwards, as almost as if what we were seeing was filmed in reverse. But how do you even do that? And before you have time to work out how you even do that... Something crazy has happened because the axe has somehow reattached the duck's feet to the body. Suddenly, feathers fly in from all sides like beautiful spears, embedding themselves into the duck flesh and lying flat across its body. And finally, the pièce de résistance. The axe returns, this time with a duck's head landing onto the neck stump, and now it's very clearly a duck now. Whoa, 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 says another audience plant. That was a duck the whole time. But we're not done there. The duck is now getting smaller and smaller. Its feathers fly off again and down covers its tiny wings like so much duck dust. And as the song of 28 Days Later, the one that gets louder, reaches its big crescendo, the duckling we now see starts screaming and is encased in an egg. Silence. Nothing happens. The egg is still. Whoa, 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 says another audience plant. That duck was an egg the whole time? And then a voice. But not just any voice. Simon Callow's voice, booming from a hundred woofers. Not subwoofers. These are the real deal. 100% woofers. Valve to gasket. <laughs> and Simon Callow's voice says... Eggs. <laughs> and it continues. I was once an egg. A pretty little egg in a pretty little fallopian tube inside my chunky mother. It's, <laughs> it's no surprise that since I was a boy, I have felt a fascination with the egg. Sometimes before breakfast, I would run into our pantry and steal a box of eggs. I'd head into the garden, hide beneath the statue of Eros, and greedily gulp down egg after egg, hoping that once I finished the yellow soup, I would find a baby brother inside one of the shells. It was never to be, and eventually I got salmonella and died, which is how I got my role as Casper the Ghost that kick-started my career. But enough about me. I'm here to introduce you to the regular features E3 showcase. Like every year, the bods at Regfeet's Towers have descended from their lofty domain to bring us new ovals, new yolks, new albumens, and brand new shell textures. But unlike every year, they've come to us with something that transcends egg. Something so different, so transgressive 
that what we have been blessed with can no longer simply be referred to as simply a egg. Ladies, gentlemen, eggs, I present you a new egg, a never-before-seen egg, a great egg, or as we call it, gag. A purple egg box rises on a plinth out of the middle of the empty stage. A series of glamour shots of the egg box fill the screen behind it, showing the world-famous Regular Features logo on the side. The word gag in bright white filling the entire top of the box, and a gun barrel sticking out of the side like off of a James Bond car. Callow continues. You might have already noticed that gags come with a gun. That's so that no one can take a gag. Provided by our partners at Glock, the inbuilt gag gun has a pleasing form factor and can be loaded with 11mm rounds inserted directly into the base of the gag box. But that's not all. Gentlemen, open the box! The disembodied voice of Simon Callow makes the sound of him clapping his hands twice. (laughs) Suddenly, two big boys roll onto the stage, bumping into one another until they finally reach the plinth. Each pushes a white-gloved hand out of a morass of flesh, and gently, they pull open the box lid from either side. And the entire crowd goes, Wowee! Inside, we do not see the usual six-egg compartments familiar to us from eggs. Instead, the space is filled with two perfectly spherical eggs, each the size of a cat's head. They're tucked inside memory foam pouches and have QR codes on top. They are neon brown. Callow speaks anew. Every gag is the same as... Sorry. Every gag is the same, but every gag is unique. Pioneered inside a Geneva lab, each gag is born from a kilometre-long strip of genetically engineered cloacas that we splice together from a mixture of horse, duck and buffalo and strapped to the side of an aircraft hangar that used to house blimps. Every hour on the hour, the gag mother, as we call her, shits out 100,000 new gags for your delectation. Every gag tastes like egg but looks like a million (laughs) dollars. But every gag comes with a choice. You can eat the gag and get a nutrient-packed breakfast straight from Father Science. Or you can buy our optional incubator, housing a single gag for 13 weeks, over which time it would grow into a custom meat shape. Simply scan the QR code on top of your gag and use our app, Gug, to to choose the texture, flavor, and geometry of your gag child. When the incubation is complete, you'll notice that your gag shell is pulsing. Simply tap it with the gag chisel accoutrement, included as part of your one-time purchase, and your meat will burst out, ready for the mouth. Remember how I began this presentation by wishing that I, Simon Callow, had found a younger brother in an egg? Would you believe me that if I said the voice you'd been hearing this entire time was that very brother? The crowd gasps as they understand the twist, and one person shouts, Whoa, whoa, whoa! That Simon Callow was a gag the whole time? <laughs> Simon Callow's ghost, who we know and love from Four Weddings and a Funeral, and Casper, floats on stage. 
but he points excitedly to the other side of the stage, where a perfect facsimile of Kala walks on, identical in every way, except he's made of what looks like mints. The meat man pulls a mic to his awful lips. Yes, Geg can make you a twin, and I'm the proof! The crowd riots and pulls the entire theatre apart like 70s hooligans, all while screaming, Geg, 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 Geg! And we all become millionaires overnight. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh. regular features. Ah, oh, wonderful, wonderful. And you know what? You know what? Huge showcase. Why couldn't have Microsoft done that this year, and then just the end had it fade to black and say all rendered in real time in Unreal? Yeah, if it like, if they had the balls, why is it always like some lava falling over a sphere or something? Just there's a lot of lava on spheres this year. Give me the meat man. Give me it. the gag. Give me the duck reverse murdered. Yeah. Wake me Give up. Give me the reverse murder duck. Wake me up before you gag gag and get me Simon Callow's brother. Features. The regular features. These are the episodes of the Regular Features Podcast. Their continuing mission to find a feature worth repeating. To seek out new features and regular features. To boldly feature where no feature had featured before. Regular featured before. Regular features! Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you liked the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by pledging an amount of your choosing per episode and in return for your allegiance to the podcast we will bestow upon you your very own abbey name without further deliberation i want you mm-hmm. to please gift your very best bee name to mason todd mason todd uh, it's got to be cloaca mcstripes um no i don't think bees have cloacas no but they have stripes <laughs> he's fucking he's done you there Jesus, you look a fool this is this is fucking yeah, okay. well, yeah you could have a mason mason jars like a like a bee would have honey in a mason jar well i mean that, that might have made more sense but since when have bee names been about that yeah, if be, actually, to be fair, if B names are going to become about that, then I'd rather we didn't even do B names anymore. <laughs> I'm with I'm with Joe. I'm with the man who reverse murdered a duck. Please give a B name to Orlando Kito Lloyd. I've been buoyed by all the honey I drank on my trip <laughs> to Orlando. <laughs> That's is that a quote from yeah. Borlando Bo- Boy? Borlando, are you all right? <laughs> So I think I'm just having a reverse duck moment. Carry on. <laughs> and finally, one B name for Micus, please. That's Micus. 
one bee name for my cats. Hmm. My cats. My customers love the taste of the honey that I got out of my bee's dickhole. <laughs> yeah, I got bored. That's a, that's a, it's a nightmare to put in a passport, that one. It is, but it, really the end game for this to me is getting everyone onto an island where we just make bees together. I thought you were going to say where everyone has to use their bee name. Well, that t- but that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's really long, poorly thought through bee names. Some people get a really short straw. Uh, and other people, lots of people just have names that sound a bit like bee. <laughs> thank you, Mason. Thank you, Orlando. And thank you, Micus, for your patronage and your support. And thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Good night, and we love you. Bye. Night. Mwah.